Well, Brent is gay, and Caitlin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's love, death, and robots. Uh, sounded like the Simpsons theme. They <laughs> really did. <laughs> is there I a couch gag? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, welcome to a couch gag. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> you recurled in hard. No, no, you don't, get to, ask, you don't get to ask other people what their sentences mean. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just appreciated Clark's recoiling in horror over the. As, as I'm saying, he, <laughs> he did a sitcom esque sort of like what? Is Whoa! What are you all like, yeah, yeah, the, the neck of your shirt? Yeah. Uh, uh, take my wife, please. Welcome <laughs> to Homo Superior Extra Issue. We're talking about love, death, and robots. Uh, Netflix describes love, death, and robots as terrifying creatures, wicked <laughs> surprises, and dark comedy converge in this not-safe-for-work anthology of animated stories presented by Tim Miller and David Fincher. It's an 18-episode first-season anthology released on March 15th of this year. So not only is it not safe for work, it's not safe for airplanes either, because there were times I was watching it on a flight, I was like, that's some real hardcore so sex happening. the ass and titty violence. in this show is something I have a major problem with that we'll get into the in a second. Ratio. Yeah. The ass titty ratio. And yeah. to dick. The ass to titty to dick ratio. The ATD. Um, <laughs> but before we get yeah. so far into the sexual urges that apparently we really love, oh my God. Uh, taken as a full anthology series, like kind of just going around real quick, first yeah. impressions, how did it work for you? I liked it. Um, it's very. I. I. Every Oscar season, I go and see the shorts. So this was right up yeah. my alley. I really enjoyed seeing just little For snippets. Sure. It's only 10, 15 minutes, so you can kind of pick up and go whenever you want. Seven minutes for one of them. They yeah. were, I was so you guys were the ones who told me because we you had already started watching before. I was like, oh, how the fuck am I get through this so fast? Mm-hmm. And then it was like, no, it's like fucking seven yeah. to eighteen minutes. I watched it like, oh, about shit. ten nice. hours. Yeah, yeah straight. Uh, I, I believe it's that. weird watched, they didn't create that much content yeah, they're, just yeah. it. they're just watching it in a loop over and over again I did have to watch certain ones again to um, appreciate them it, yeah. what I liked about it it reminded me a lot of the graphic novel anthologies that Image and a few other companies do that have like kind of a broad theme something science fiction something kind of fantasy uh, but they're all done in different styles. This very much felt like that, but obviously animated. It's inherently sort of comic booky too, because it's For like sure. a quick mm-hmm. snippet. Yeah, I've I liked, see that. I'm a very big fan of sci-fi stories being short stories because yeah. I think that there are a lot of just interesting ideas mm-hmm. that would not really work if you tried to extend them too much. Yeah. So, like, I remember reading a lot of like Kurt Vonnegut short stories and like different collections they did of them. And some of them are good, some of them are really bad. Yeah. But even totally. the bad ones, I'm like, ah, it's kind of just like an entertaining thought. So right. even the bad ones in this, I thought, all right, someone put some thought into that, but it didn't work. Because yeah. well, it's no harm, no foul, because it's like just a little bit of your time, and you're like, well, that was an interesting concept. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. But, you're, but you're the really good ones resonate right. with you for right. sure. Well, well, very true. What's really yeah. interesting is that, and I don't know how, I didn't get to do all the research on all of these, but I know particularly for Sunny's Edge, it's actually part of a short story series that was to inform a larger world of a UK author that I can't remember the name of. So I don't know how many of those actually played out. I think it was it was just interesting that like they pulled from previous authors' short stories, right. but some of them were larger world building in so a sense. So Sunny's Edge, the first one for you? Yes, it was first one for me. Yeah, same, same so for we're me. gonna get yeah. into that weird order. Oh, um, so weird. Has Clark, ever well, seen the movie Heavy Metal? Yeah, yes, yeah. It, it reminded me a lot, lot of that. Like that. Yeah, Heavy Metal being another anthology that I was thinking, and that's where they got their ass to tits to race. There's a lot of tits in that one. Yes. What was your takeaway on the overall series before I get into the specifics? No. 
You no, said I liked Lanka? it. I liked it. I liked it. That's why. But I had you to, watched I, a ten hours. I, I had to watch some to appreciate certain ones again, like Zima Blue. Mm, yeah, we'll get to that one. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, what about uh, so to your point, or I think you might have mentioned it that there's usually it's wrapped around themes and heavy metal certainly was. Did you guys see any actual like themes, threads, or takeaways from thinking collectively about the eighteen ish uh, uh, episodes? Actually, not too much. No. There's not an overall arc other than fucking what the name a, of the series is. I thought it was a big arc of fighting otherworldly creatures or the other in a way. Mm hmm. Okay. There was definitely, so to me, that was the biggest thing of like, it. Uh, as much as some of them were trying to tell a story, it was usually about a character. There was only probably a couple like uh, Zima Blue that um, really tried to give some sort of like actual spiritual takeaway. So I, I think to your point, like, that was the only thing that didn't fully hit on this series for me. And I don't think it needed to. I enjoyed like the. Technical artistry of the show is amazing, but it's just like they're, it, it's very much like popcorn, which is like you literally, like I watched it in six episode segments uh, with my boyfriend and it was just like, oh, we got oh. through about six, I know, I just want to throw that in there, wow. just for you. Wow. Um, but you know, you get to it and then you're like, you Netflix and chill. It was it. so easy to just keep watching them, but then after about six, you're like, okay, like let's take a break and come back and see more it's, later. I, uh, me personally, I watch it in sort of little chunks and I think I enjoyed them more because if you're... If you're about six deep in and you just keep going, I don't know if you're. Oh. And I'm. <laughs> yeah. Can we just skip over one for yeah. one time? But it, it's what makes like even going to see the Oscar animated short that you were talking yeah. about. Like I've done that before, and like I think there's not too many, but like sooner or later, it's like, you're just like all right, like I, 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 I spaced out a few times. Yeah. yeah. I think if you could characterize the Twilight Zone as being generally obsessed with like the dangers of collectivism, and perhaps. Black Mirror in largely is like the dangers of individuals with technology. Mm -hmm. yeah. In my mind, a big focus of this series was slice of life in a hyper technical technological yeah, world. Yeah, that's true. So like And usually like a war torn one. Like there was definitely uh, a balance of I didn't mean to cut you off, but it was no, like no, yeah. definitely in a war like I would probably say about 70, 60 to 70 percent of them were very much like battle and then the other 30 were a bit more like going real back, going back to your original point of like did you see any thematic stuff only now that it dawned on me that mm. most time the protagonists or yeah the main points of characters were all underdogs mm. uh, in every single in every single one um you know uh whether you're talking about the more war-torn ones or even the ones that are a little bit whimsical it was definitely like uh underdogs overcoming uh any obstacles that they had we also had a lot of um, protagonists surviving, which seems weird for That's an true, anthology yeah. like this. Yeah. yeah, but it's often, isn't it? I mean, most cases it's they, surviving with, like, having changed, you know, surviving yeah. with, yeah, like, well, I mean, being yeah. severely yeah. marred by it. But, but you're right, I don't though. I think a lot of them are marred by it. Um, I don't know. I think, like, Lucky number Lucky 13, uh, which was about the woman having the drop ship, Lucky 13, that she like had this really strong relationship and while it kind of seems hopeful, it's like she's lost someone that was really important to her. Good hunting is purely changed because uh, the mystical creature, cat creature, ends up changing and becoming a cyborg. Yeah, Matt Damon turned into a cyborg. <laughs> yeah, but, but that was also kind of going back to who she was before. So it was there was kind of a... I love that. It yeah. was a bit of a 360 yeah. to a certain degree, but but she had to go through that evolution of becoming yeah, I'm not going, a creature of magic to a creature of science and then back. Well, so yeah, it. let's start talking about best and worst. Uh, so let's just you start... You go first then. 
Well, should I go first? Yeah, what are you doing? Okay, I'll go first. We'll start talking about it. We'll see what's happening. I gotta find my message. You don't have to be in any particular order. I know, but I do have a very number one, and it actually was Three Robots. Yes, that is my number one as well. I fucking love Three Robots. That's in my top as well. The first, second characterization, like literally, they speak three words, and it's like boom, boom, boom. We know who they are. And also, comparative of the entire series, it this one feels very different. It feels like you can take a breath during this one. The yeah. other ones are good, but they're very dark Although, and very, literally just everything is literally dark in it. Yeah. And this one is like, there's sunshine, there's kitties, there's fun robots, there's jokes. <laughs> there's it's, dead cheerleaders. Yeah, so in my I vi- love that. In my viewing order, I actually had it second. And I'm almost so disappointed that it Me wasn't too. like in the middle. Agreed. So, because I have a whole thing about the orders. Yeah, Mine was like sixth. So really? I really like. Uh, see, I didn't really like oh. Sunny's Edge, and that was my first one. So, like, this was the one that. And said, explain I'm what keep Sunny's Edge is. Yeah. yeah so okay. Well, so before we move, so Three Robots was about a post-apocalypse where it was the three, just three random robots that mostly had humanistic traits. A baby monitor robot. A what was the a other? video game robot that had been like upgraded over. <laughs> it time. was yes. like an Xbox through many and generations. Whatever the the female voice, an um, obelisk <laughs> robot. Very <laughs> <laughs> was it? Yeah, like Rosie, well, like Rosie she, the robot. I, yeah, and it was it also very hot. Like she was a housekeeper at some point. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it's just Agent them Jenner living through this. They end up meeting a cat. Like the whole story is just watching. It's really great. We learned the that the the end cat. of the world began when we. Bred cats to have opposable thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very. Which you thought it would be like, oh, it's nuclear war. No, very they were like environmental issues. Nope, it was a cat. Yeah. Yeah. The writing yeah. was spot on. I just really loved it. Fun. And so we can, if you stop did petting did me, I, I might John Mulaney was a voice, or did I? That, What's that? that? Right. John Mul- It sounded a little bit like him. No, 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 it wasn't him because he's got so. such a distinct voice. I think he Chris really Parnell was the voice of the cat. That sounds right. Yes, that's exactly. Hey, Chris Parnell is your number one. Well, then we can jump to. Well, why don't we jump to Sunny's because it was actually on my top three and it was the first one that i saw and so i also really enjoyed it yeah really wow. what, wow. what is uh clark and adam what is that one about it so it's about a oh, woman who what go oh i oh, thought why I, you said that to clark me. said go okay god uh <laughs> it's about a another like uh i don't know how to describe it just read the fucking thing on what does it say no read yeah. it uh, explain it to the audience well, what i'm saying so read the thing on Netflix. how about i explain it it's, it's basically it's people who like transfer their consciousness into giant monsters and fight uh in in like a cage fight type yes. scenario yeah. Yeah, perfect. Well, I liked it. I love the animation. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually loved the general storyline. I think there was one of the things that before at the end of this, I do it. I was like, this overall concept, I didn't say this during the general discussion, was like, it was, everything worked for me for the most part. There were just these small little tweaks that could have been massaged to make it even better. A lot of the writing and directors are about this, like the same yeah. kind of people. They're rotating in different places. Mm-hmm. And honestly, one of the biggest problems with the overall show is that there's, I didn't check the full writer list. There's like one female director the entire time. So Sunny's Edge was uh. built to be, a, it was a little bit too heavy handed, but I did love the overall narrative thread. And I just liked the anticipation and the animation throughout. And just honestly, the minute that her consciousness transfers is, I thought, like, it's worth watching just for that fucking so finale. Sunny's Edge is like, Halfway, it's yeah, like number nine for yeah, me. It's not same. the best. It's not the worst. It's number nine. I, it's middle ground. It's total well. middle ground for me. I um, did can, like how crazy brutal all the the, the attacking of the robot. Right. Um, that there was just something crazy. about it that it was a really nice it's start to it. I was really interested to watch more of it. And then my final one was Zima Blue. <gasps> as my favorite. I, I fucking love. Did that. everyone have Zima Blue on their list? Yeah. 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 You yeah. had to rewatch Zima it. Blue, yes. I. I 
couldn't get into animation the first time around. Mm. And I fucking loved oh, it. Oh, really? It was, it. it was so Metropolis. It was so, like, it reminded different me of, and stylistic. Of, of liquid yeah. television yes. on, on MTV. Exactly. That's the one that went oh. on Flux, especially. No, I loved it, everything except for I hated what she looked like. I did not like her style. Her that's, giant, that's what I had to go back to. She, uh, she did have a real pointy. I, I, I loved like, everything else. I just didn't stuff. appreciate her. I, that was probably going to be my. I didn't write it in really order. I think Zima Blue was like the only one that I really took away, like a per, like a story of like, oh, like I was like, oh, that's yeah. so cool. Like it was, it was really, really, really well good. done, and I like that. It like it was the only one that didn't really have any major violence or sex in it. Right. Um, I think to me the thing that was most stunning about it was that it was a real indication of like culture in a futurist society. Yes. Like here's what you could. Here's what an artist could theoretically do yeah and i thought oh man people would be interested in that and they would obsess over it sure um that is something that feels like it's new for our world right and it would be new for theirs yeah and so cyclical too just yeah. like everything circles yes. back to I what love, it is I to just, it, that was like yeah. if they do a season two i want all of them to be of that caliber uh, like for sure um, on second watch the, I, the only thing i didn't like that time was i thought there was way too much um Flash, not flashback, but but oh God, I lost the word in my exposition. Head. Exposition yes. like crazy. I liked his exposition. I did not like hers. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So, I, it was like uh, 70, 80% was just talking about what what's already happened. happened. There would definitely be an artist who like either thinks or realizes that they were once a pool cleaning machine <laughs> yeah. and then would like have their last art piece be them de- deconstructing and to turning into that. Yeah. It was so good. So crazy. So Zima Blue yeah. was on your list, Brent. What were the other two to see uh, against uh, Commemorative? But yeah, else? what else was another one? I- so I would say Alternate Histories. Yes. Yeah, well, I yeah. fucking so loved it. That. that was my number two. Yeah, because number I don't two. think of that one as being like, that's a sci-fi story like you could just propose as like a theoretical thing. Yeah. It's not like I have to believe any of it mm-hmm. matters or is real, but it does a great job of interrupting it, including time travel, yep. multiverses. It's just it's, really fun. That one also reminded me like it could be before like a Pixar film. Yes. I know it was yes. a little it, bit darker. It, no, than that's, like, that's, oh, sure. right, I, it felt like that. And yeah. I was here for it. I, I was totally it. here for it. So then the other one I would say is when the yogurt took over. That was also ah! my top one. That so, one's so fun. And then just for a minute, what happened in, just summarize so, mysteries. Like uh, alternate, alternate, history. Yeah. alternate histories is <laughs> alternate the idea that you can use an app or web service to view. Multiversity. Alter, yeah, to view, multiversity, to view different versions of history given whatever set of assumptions you program into it. And so it goes through a series of different uh, assumptions, simulations yeah. about what would happen to Adolf Hitler yeah, if he died at different points. I love the ending of when they go, "What if, uh, what if Lincoln shot first? first. Oh, yeah. so yeah. I just love how it's like the most simple, obvious one is the the killing Hitler one that everyone thinks about whenever yes. there's any time travel. Yeah. 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 yeah, and they just fucking flipped everything around. There's yeah. like fucked up Jello attacking yes. people, and like <laughs> that was so, my favorite. So, so good. The gelatin was the best. Oh, and then the moon is colonized in the year twelve thousand six hundred eighty four by squid. Yeah. like two million something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so far. After yeah. the rats took over, and then the rats killed each other. I love that they, they started a society and then fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the future Hitler comes in and they touch each other, yes. and like the, t- the time so, paradox. So when the yogurt took over, is, Love that one too. is what if yogurt gained I sentience? Think, I think it's in its name, honestly. Uh, <laughs> and it took over the world yeah. <laughs> and then at the very end decided to leave us. Um, 
I think this one is more Pixar than alternate mm-hmm. histories. I yeah. agree. And the thing that I, I really love about it is what if some super advanced species ran our lives and then decided we weren't worthy? Right. I love that idea. You mean like God, deism? No. Yes, I meant like that. Like, Did you love that? Like the the policy was all about reducing the deficit. Yes, uh, like I, I was like Brent. I was like, that's that. really? and they yeah, also yeah. have those deep, horrifying sci-fi moments of the switch between the baby. Like, uh, yeah, a guy pulling a baby out of a trash can and like someone eating soup. Yeah, Game of Thrones. That's how you do a transition. <laughs> so the, those those three: Zima yeah. Blue, uh, when the uh, alternate histories, and when the yogurt took over are my top three as well. I didn't like I the agree. animation for when the yogurt takes over. I just didn't. Like oh, it. I really too, I too it. circly I and sort of like. Cartoony? Or what, what? Uh, so, Clark, what'd you have left over of your oh, time? Mine were the same three, but the other one I really liked, and I don't know why I really liked it, was um, Shapeshifters. Oh, I like You liked that? I, I, what, oh, sorry. I, oh, know, I, I, I don't know why. I, I, I so much That was my least favorite Boy, one. Talk about I, Shapeshifters I, and how it was great, air quotes. I, I know. Go. I just really, I think that was my favorite fight. Mm. By far, I thought that uh, fight was fucking amazing. Animation fight style was it. great. It, it was, was a, so fucking I, good that fight. I don't think you can complain about the animation from any of these. The little oh, I can tell you one. It, the Uncanny I, Valley I, ones were the ones I liked I can, the least. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could tell you two what animation that I. Oh, we could tell hated. you two. Oh, oh but don't reveal ones. it, please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, oh, okay, I'm, there you go. Any, were there we'll any other back, best that we'll you yeah, Those are all my best. You right. guys got, yeah. hit them all. I'll go back and go back to worst. So let's do the worst. Clark, Make. start with the worst. No, you go. Wait, I want to talk about Shapeshifters. Okay, yeah. So yes. Shapeshifters was actually in my worst. Why did you dislike it? I thought it was... So this was... The three there in the bottom were the ones that all fundamentally had uh, systematic problems with... Not I, I want to say misogyny, but like every fucking character is a man... There is nothing but shitty writing about like what military people <laughs> sounded like in 1996 stereotypically. Yeah. Like they all felt like really bad Michael Bay movies. And I will agree that Shapeshifters did have a great fight scene. I could care less about any of like the character development. I'm actually like, I, I, it sounds I don't like mean this in a bad way. It's like I'm so surprised that you somehow. Wait. Enjoy it. Doesn't, isn't it so, <laughs> it's so, so off, it's so off brand for it me. It seemed like they had a better bond, and I was more into the story for I, that. Well, okay, did you have something? Well, the only other thing was so Andrew and I were watching, so we got this. So we, I know we're, we can talk about the order, but every, there was four different orders. I'll just explain this now so we don't have to waste time on it later. There was four different potential viewing orders, and so the one that we got in the middle of our six episodes, mm-hmm. it was like Shave Tipters, The Dump, Good Hunting, and it was literally nothing but. Male-driven characters with sexy females that had their tits hanging out. Even in Shapeshifters, there wasn't a single female in it. Yeah. They just two managed dicks, to so pin. Two dicks, two no, dicks. that I will say. I give Shapeshifters that. I was like, okay, dick. But <laughs> the they literally found just randomly they found a reason to put pinup naked women pinups on the wall. And I was like, what military is this? Because I was like, nowadays there's a there's still obviously it lots could of totally problems. Totally play with Italy. Could be in 1996. Yeah, sure. I, it's just something was just really no, it's Afghanistan. Um, so yeah. in, in, that same, in that same vein, um, one that I hated. Which well, I, I sorry. Actually, I want to. Okay. It, I think that it's actually very smart because I think what they're the criticism that's offering is the way the U.S. military U.S. military has treated the indigenous peoples that they have used for the military purposes. Totally, and then. Treated like they're second class citizens, made promises to, and then reneged on. 
um, and then forced different communities to split up and so fight. So I think that's actually an interesting point. But if they were going to do that, I wish they hadn't picked white guys to play the, those roles. Like they, they would have been like people of color. The overall to story make, to, make the, to make that comparison much more apt. The overall story, I, no, no, no. You actually, this, that's actually why I had such a tough time with that because I really appreciated the actual storyline that the characters were going through. The writing was so piss poor that I just couldn't catch it at all. But the wolf, the werewolf fight scene was really nice. I also liked how he's like, "All right, I'm out. Fuck the military, I'm going." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I guess I saw the writing more as like, like more of a like as a caricature, like that it wasn't supposed to be real dialogue. That what it's trying to show is like relationship. It, it's supposed to be blatant, like straight up. You're kind. Fuck your kind. Like to the point where it's. That was yeah. fine. What I'm saying, it's all the beats of. The, I don't want to spend too much time because I want to hear about yeah. your. But it's like it's all the beats of like the like the guy who originally fought with him in the lunchroom is oh. like. Go you on. can go. Yeah, 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 like the whole thing all is right. a mess. Oh, so anyway. What are your top three bottoms, and then we'll go around. Top three bottoms. Um, chase, uh, chase, and chase. Arm and I guess this is chase. <laughs> um, no, it beyond the aquila. Aquila Rift? Rift. Um, Oh, that's okay. So he, here's the thing. It maybe isn't a terrible story. But that weird fucking sex scene. Sure. Did, that was <laughs> did, did it turn me on for daddies? Yes. Did it turn me did it turn me on for daddies? Yes. There was a nice butt in there. There was a nice butt. A little bit butt. of hair on it. But, but it took you out of the story and it kind of it was, like they could have just had a flirtation. It like, wasn't great. It was weird and it was Weird fan service that was unnecessary. I did have, but I, I was turned on. I don't know what they want from me. This was the, the one you have an erection right now. I have an erection. Was so. the most part of a movie. Yes. Like if, like they show you know like there's Slots. a ragtag group and they come back, but the ragtag group didn't really get. They didn't even matter. Half, yeah, most of the I've time. seen that movie so many times. Oh, this whole thing yeah. kind of played out as shit. I did. It only did somewhat. It did like maybe like a ninety degree or maybe a two seventy because I appreciated the fact that he was just having sex with a weird super monster that had mental capabilities. Oh yeah, yeah. I you know how they did flashback and they're like and it turned to that gross thing at yeah, the I end. I that. wanted to see him fucking at that like all corpsey <laughs> like just fucking her. Yeah. My favorite part was when she poured alcohol over her breast. Oh god. So beyond a plane. I'm like because so we've all been there. That was forcing part, other people in the plane to watch it. Yeah. That was part of my it. bad six episode no rip. That was also in there. And it was just it was, like, what was, the fuck is happening? Right, what are you next to? Um, uh, one that I also hated was Lucky 13. I, thought, oh, I hated that Guys, movie. guys, hey. guys quick, we, we, we love the actress and she was yeah, actually yeah. good in it. She Who's brought some heart friend? to it, but it it was boring. It was generic. It was boring and generic. It was so boring. And my last one that I hated was Helping Hand because Don't Come for Sandra Bullock's Gravity Game. I It's good gravity game. No. Yeah. Girls, no. It makes no sense. No one is going to rip their... It's not possible. I, I only, it's not The possible. only reason why I like this is I watched it after the six super chauvinistic like yeah. super films and then like that one happened. I was like... I'll take it. That was like it's a woman destroying herself. Why are you hurling a knife at it? It's okay. All right. You know what? Prove Um, me wrong. Can I talk about my yeah? yeah, yeah. So uh, I agree on Lucky Thirteen Shapeshifters. Fish Night was my other least favorite (laughs) because it was that's not a story. It was nothing. It was was like somebody wrote a sentence. Wouldn't it be cool if fish were on 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 ground? Wouldn't it be great if my son was eaten by a space shark? They they weren't. They weren't fathers. There was yeah. There was not a story at all. It was very pretty. But I was just like. 
I didn't I like most of the, uh, the art until the actual fish starts swimming. Yes. I fucking yeah. love that. I, thought I you think were I wrote that shark. it looks exactly like, oh god, where did it go? Like a, a Telltale video game. You yes. Know, those terrible, like exactly totally. like a Snapchat filters happening. Yeah. You know what? Stuff? It reminded me of like Scanner Darkly and yes. some of those other animated movies that, that Richard Linklater did. They so like, literally just. It was visually spellbinding, arresting, stunning. I uh, walked away from it. Yeah. Um, what are. Keep going. Yeah. What are someone else's uh, worst stuff? You were going to say something? No, I thought you were going to do Carver, do you have any point. other negatives? Uh, those are yes. like my last one. Lucky 13 Fish Night Shapes. Totally. Go yeah. to yours while I'm scrolling through. Oh, yeah, okay. The Witness. Hated it. That was the one with the most fucked up weird sex also. Like oh, she's showing yeah. her vagina for literally oh, 30 really seconds. I really like I like the, the story overall. I, I kind of That was like straight that. up what is going on? Okay. And then the dump. Didn't like the dump. I fucking hate didn't the Didn't like dump. the plasticine characters. It didn't go anywhere. It was stupid. It was I would recommend you take a dump during that. I also thought Blind Spot was terrible. Oh, I liked Blind Spot. Blind Spot was just boring. This it was is so interesting to it watch. It was like a Saturday morning right. cartoon that well, was not great. Yeah. I guess we should do like, let's do like a wrap up and conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, do you want a season two, yes or no? Yes. 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 And how many titties would you give it? To? Uh, two, two well titties. formed, but one smaller than the other because that's how women actually are. Yes, no. thank you. They're too perfect. Um, I'd give it one and a half titties. I want to see a second season, definitely. I want to see a third superfluous nipple on uh, this. Oh, yeah. Give, give it. I want to see just straight up Total Recall three nipples. I mean, three 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 titties, three titties. Three titties. I want to see more werewolf dick. I can't believe yes. you didn't mention that. Yeah. I did from I, before. What's Show me an erect think, dick. How many? There how were many two erect were? dicks in this. Yeah, I'll give it one out of two dicks that I saw. Uh, yeah. I don't remember when the second one was. Well, that was <laughs> there, were, there were literally, <laughs> you were watching literally seven dicks in this. I counted dicks. You were watching porn during the dub. The fat guy. The fat man. Yeah, that, oh, was, that was a very big one. Well, this has been Hobo Superior. This has been our extra issue about love, death, and robots. We're going to go dismantle ourselves into pool cleaning equipment. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Bye.